Hey, this is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. Um, this company, this is the radio station for Growtown, which is the population of Growtown is you. I say that because I'm excited to announce that we have our new website up. Um, I would say it's about 95% complete. People say would say, why didn't you complete it before you put it up? The reason is, is because we want you to go in there and to be able to use it. And we're actually going to allow the users to tell us the things that they don't like and also the links that may not be working or anything. We've searched it out completely, um, but we thought, you know what, let's just go ahead and get it out there. So it's there. Go to growprogram.com. You're going to see how we're totally building this community, which is Population U, meaning that we've created a community, a real-life community. So Agents Influence, what you're getting ready to listen to right now, this is the radio station of Growtown. It's the way that we communicate to each other as members. We also have DEMA, which is the Digital Insurance Marketing Academy. That is another way that we can show each other that That's our school of our community where we can learn together to learn not only the internet and social and digital marketing techniques, but eventually to learn how to be a social and digital business. That's where we need to go. Every community has a library, and ours is the Grow Blog. That's where we have over 14 contributing writers who are nothing but insurance agents who talk and develop and try to give you strategies for free about what they're doing in their agency and that you can do in yours. And we also have the Insurance Agent Mastermind. That's our chamber of commerce for our community, where we've got business. we got about 23 agents right now where we sit together on the second and fourth Monday of every month, and we just share ideas. So this is not a sales gig. This is not a plug. What this is is for you. This is Growtown, Population U. We've created this community as one spot where we can all come together and learn. Check us out on growprogram.com, and you'll see exactly what I mean. Go ahead. Just click on the buildings. Find the town. Click on the buildings and be led directly to what we want you to be a part of. So now to today on the radio station of Agents Influence for Growtown Community, we are going to be discussing um, the niche. This is the month of the niche, and we are going to be speaking um, with a, a gentleman by the name of Jim Schubert. Um, Jim is an unbelievable agent. He uh, works in an agency in the South, and uh, he does some different things, and, and Jim and I have kind of known each other for a year or so, and when I reached out to him a couple months ago, talked about something, he explained to me that he does have some niche um, programs in his office, and one of them was pretty amazing to me, so I said, dude, you've got to come on the podcast, the listeners have got to hear this. So we've brought him on, I'm just going to tell you, the guy, I mean, when I'm interviewing him, here's what he says. I said, so how regularly do you get leads off of this? Keep in mind, it's all being done online, okay? He said, he said, Jason, I get anywhere between one, two, or three leads per day. I said, really, per day? He said, yeah, like 20 minutes ago. You're going to hear him say that because this guy has niches. In the way that he takes and trains his agents, um, he brings them right in, letting them know that, yeah, we write general business, but here's what we want for you. He goes after their passion. He goes after their interests. He goes after the things that they're interested in to make sure that they have a passion for that niche. You're going to hear a lot of our our podcast members starting today um, uh, and through the rest of the month talking about having a passion. That's one of the things. So having a passion out there. So I hope you enjoy this this podcast. Matter of fact, I know you're going to. Um, And just remember, you can always find us on iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher. 
And the email, if you received an email um, with this podcast, you can go back to it and, and find out exactly how to find us on on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. But in the meantime, thank you for your comments and thank you for all your emails that I get. They're overwhelming sometimes, but believe me, I read every one of them and I respond to every one of them. So you can ask anybody and if you're somebody out there that says, hey Jason, you've never responded to me, I guarantee you that's not you because I have responded to you. This is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast, and here we go with Jim. Hey, this is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast once again, and thank you to the month of March because here we go. Does it not just seem like we just got out of um, of New Year's, and now here we are literally almost making our way a third through 2014. I mean, my mom always told me, but my gosh, time is going by quick. And I know you feel that out there. And and I know a lot of you probably right now going, oh, wait till you get to my age. Well, you know, I'm 35. My bones are creaking and it's getting fast enough for me. So I, I know you're right out there, but, but uh, you know, you don't have to rub it in. So I know. All right, so here's what we're going to be talking about. Um, you probably got a podcast from me uh, a couple days ago um, where I kind of told you the story uh, about how I got into my niche. And, um, I, you know, I've received uh, a couple, a little bit of feedback on that. I've told that story to other agents before, and that's why I wanted to leave it or feed it to you. But today, continuing on with the niche, um, I, I've got somebody on here that I would, uh, that I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to get to, to hear. Um, I've kind of been following Jim for a while and I've been kind of looking at a lot of the, uh, of the things he writes. He's a big blogger. And, and then I've started to talk to some of my counterparts and some people that I know and everybody, all of a sudden this Jim guy just kept, you know, just kept popping up and I'm like, my gosh, you know, maybe I need to be, uh, get to know this guy. So over the last week or two, Jim and I've been doing some talking, um, he's now agreed to become a contributing writer to the Grow Blog. The Grow Blog now has 14 contributing writers. It's kind of a special thing. If you've never seen the Grow Blog, be sure to check it out. Um, it's, we just don't allow anybody to write there. Usually it's someone that I kind of follow secretly for a month or two but really read them and see if they're going to be able to give true value to our community. And uh, Jim was one of them. So I reached out to him, got him to be a contributor, and then we started talking and somehow we got on the niches or something like that. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to see if he wants to come on the podcast. So he blessed us listeners with his presence. And so um, I'm just going to let him introduce himself, his agency, and tell a little bit about you. Jim, uh, tell the listeners about you and uh, how you got here. Sure. Thanks, Jason. And thanks for stalking me enough to get me to come here <laughs> and, and write for write for the Grow Blog. Um, yeah, so I started out, uh, I started school in Boston, going to Boston College and um, went up there to be a teacher. I was uh, studying to be an English teacher, did that for uh, a year and went on to get the master's degree, taught a little bit and um, realized it was not anything like Dead Poet Society, which I was hoping it would be. So very disappointed, but uh, I didn't have students up on their desk uh, reciting Walt Whitman. Um, but after college, uh, got the opportunity to work with my father. Uh, I know I sound like I have a Boston accent, but um, I actually grew up here in Atlanta and I'm an only child. I lived uh, next door growing up to some folks from Connecticut. So I spent a lot of time over there uh, playing with their kids. Gotcha. So Anyway, worked with my father um, for 13 years now. He started the agency about 20 years ago and uh, worked my way up all the way from uh, 
personal lines, um, doing commercial lines, and then marketing. And now I'm the president of Southern States Insurance here in Atlanta. We've got um, several agencies here in Georgia and one down in Destin, Florida. And I'm pretty much just running the show now. Wow, one in Destin, Florida. I bet you always find time to go visit that office, don't you? Yeah, actually, our uh, our producers bug me all the time about, can I go work down there? So, yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, especially in February. You know yeah. what I mean? Wow. Yeah. And, and maybe even maybe even during spring break time. That would probably be good, too. I know there's a lot of traffic, but oh, yeah. from what I hear, there's a lot of uh, interesting things happening. We'll get back now on the podcast. So, um, so okay, that's great. And so I, I kind of found out about you um, through your reading, I found you on LinkedIn about a year ago and I always follow you. You're always talking about tech tips and you're talking about different things people do in social media. And then I believe you wrote one, which got my attention was, I think it was five things young agents need to know, or, Oh no, I think it was five ways to hire, um, young <laughs> agents. Didn't you write that like about a year ago? Am I right about that? I, I did. Yeah. Okay. Was, uh... Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. So let's get right into this for the listeners. And um, we're going to be talking about niche. Now, you're going to notice Jim and I have talked a little bit and he he, he um, helps his producers see niches. He has a couple niches. Um, him and I have talked about it. I'm going to let him uh, describe it. I wouldn't say that he is a full niche agency like I am. 70, almost 80% of what I do is railroad contractor, social services or specialty auto. And then I'm now working in oil and gas since that's kind of blowing up across America. I guess it's it's probably not good to say blowing up when we're saying oil and gas. So, you know, it's it's really booming business. See, that's not even good either. There's nothing you can really say. It's on the up and up. Let's say that. And so um, I um, – but Jim's a little different. So, so Jim, tell us uh, around that topic. Tell us about your agency. Tell us about what do the listeners want to know that you think is important that would help them and why they'd want to hear this podcast. Tell us about you and your agency and what you do. Sure. And, you know, I, I think I mentioned to you off off air that I'm not actively uh, producing much anymore because I'm running the business. But uh, we've got um, a whole host of producers in our different offices. And, you know, we've we've grown through acquisition mostly, um, but we've brought on new people, bought books, books of business. And some of these uh, producers have really gotten into niches. And quite honestly, Jason, they didn't, you know, it, it just kind of fell. They fell into it. it mm-hmm. Typically, it was just by writing that first one, so to speak. Yep. And then the referrals kept going. You know, you do something right for a client and they tell their friends, they tell other people in their community. Um, we've got one niche in transportation that particularly has, um, I guess I can say for that one, has blown up and <laughs> um, safe to say. Um, but yeah, you know transportation, um, a little bit of property management, things like that. The transportation one's been really interesting though, because that was one that, uh, producers started. And, um, again, he just kind of got that one call, did a good job. They told their friends and then it was in a, a specific niche that they were really struggling getting, um, decent coverage. And, and a lot of these folks were just paying way, way, way too much. And he was able to to get that down for them. So, and, and, and in knowing transportation, there's a lot of niches out there because it, it all depends on the classification. Do you happen to remember specifically what this type was? I mean, it doesn't matter, but if you do. Yeah. Um, specifically it's, um, around non-emergency. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, all right. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Okay. And so, and so, I mean, that's the story I hear a lot though. Um, it someone fell into it. Someone picked up the phone, realized, you know, Hey, we have markets and other people don't, or maybe if we don't have the market, this guy's having problems. And if we could get the market, we could help a lot of other people. So you, are you, are you, is you saying that that's probably the number one way? Now, do you have anybody in your office that like came in and said, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. Or do they just kind of fall into it? Yeah, actually, um, you know, through all the digital marketing that we've done, we we took what we learned from uh, what was working with the non-emergency, and we basically started doing a bunch of keyword research, just threw it all into Google and tried to figure out. And this was a couple of years ago when it was a little bit easier to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we basically kind of threw all these uh, keywords into Google, saw what came out, and said, you know what? This seems to be one that would be easy to get into, um, and one of the ones that we get a ton of quote requests for just about every day is um, cleaning business. Um, and it's funny because you know we get both commercial and residential, but we're able to write both. It's just mm-hmm. um, it's it's kind of funny, you know. We we created landing pages around these things. Um, we wrote a bunch of blogs, so we kind of we kind of came up with a formula that we saw that worked. And it started driving that business in the door. It did. Now, there's a couple of blogs in particular that, for whatever reason, you know, I I know enough about SEO to be dangerous, Jason, but um, we we must have done all the right things on a couple of these blogs because it drives in, um, you know, two and three quote requests a day just on that particular niche. Today? Still today it does? Yeah, still today. Just like 20 minutes ago. Oh, wow. Two to three leads. Okay. Because, yeah, I got to keep my notes here. Um, wow. You know, and, and, and for the listeners that don't know, as as Jim said, Jim said that it was a little easier back in the day for the Google keyword research. And the reason why he's saying that is, is because Google now has encrypted their keywords and they don't show that anymore. So where we could usually say before, hey, this many people have searched for insurance in Central Illinois. I, I don't have that access anymore. Am I correct, Jim? Because I'm dang, just a little dangerous with SEO. We can still get Yahoo and Bing, but I think it's Google that's encrypted theirs, or has the others done it? Do you know that yet? I don't know if the others have, but I know Google has. It's just made it a lot harder for us to see behind the curtain, so to speak. But you know, Jim, here's the thing I want the listeners to realize about that. This is the importance of being an early adopter. Yeah. Because if you hadn't have been an early adopter and that now would have sprung to you and you would have thought, hey, let's create some blogs and stuff like that using these keywords, you wouldn't have been, probably been as successful. Am I right or wrong, Jim? Oh, no, you're absolutely right. And you know, you nailed it because we, being the early adopter, we're getting the traffic that a lot of other people weren't and we're still getting it, which is great. Uh-huh. But now we're kind of turning that on, um, you know, just turning it in a different direction to say, okay, how can we keep this going? What are the other avenues we have to use to um, keep these niche markets being fed, you know, sending us leads? And we, we've turned heavily to social media, in particular LinkedIn. Um, that's one thing that we've had a couple of our agents join um, LinkedIn groups. Not so much to go out there and just sell it because that doesn't work on LinkedIn groups, um, but just to listen to what other people are saying. And also to just offer free advice, good information with the hopes that these people are going to come back to us and say, well, you seem to know something about this. You know, maybe I should shop my insurance with you. And it's slowly started to work. So, wow. Yes, that's what it is. You know, 
I say it all the time. There's only two different types. There's social marketing and there's digital marketing. Searching is being is being thought of first, first in mind, I should say, when a problem ha- when a person has a problem and needs a solution. And digital marketing is being found first in search when a problem person has a problem and needs a solution. And so I think you're using it you're using it both very well, saying I got the blogs over here with the keywords the best we can do, and then you're saying it on the other avenue we're out there being in LinkedIn helping people so that when they have a problem we're the first in mind. Yeah, and you know we're also we're still writing more blogs around those niches, but now um, instead of just relying on those to drive traffic directly to the website, we're like I said, being proactive and posting those blogs on the groups on LinkedIn and, and gotcha. other places. Okay. So, okay, I like that. Awesome. I got to tell you to the listeners too. When I brought Jim on, I'm just now finding out because I want you to know you guys think that me and Jim talk about this stuff before, but we don't. This <laughs> is new to me, like it is to you. I didn't realize that Jim was going to be telling us how he's coordinating his niche efforts with digital and social marketing, which is awesome. Um, you know, uh, the digital and social gods must have pushed you my way, Jim. So I have to <laughs> thank them. It's just, it's just, it's not at a normal church though. It's a weird. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, so, okay, so that that is really, really good. So you're getting two to three leads a day, like you said, maybe 20 minutes ago. You're writing blogs. You're using those blogs to be found online, but you're also using those blogs to push them through and be helpful and provide valuable information, which is what we're told to do on right. our social sites. And that is, and that's really kind of worked well for your transportation. Um, do, do you – I mean – What's your closing ratio on this stuff, roughly? I mean, do you, do you know? I mean, are you roundabout? Yeah, we, we've tracked it uh, enough to know. Um, on some niches, it's, you know, north of 50%. Um, some, it's even higher. I, there's one, and I honestly can't remember which one my marketing manager told me, but um, he was telling me that out of the last five that we got leads for, uh, I think we wrote um, four of those, so... I mean, wow, it's pretty darn good. Now they're not all like that, right? And of course, you know it, it's it's going to vary, but yeah, we're we're it's a whole lot better, Jason, than if we weren't doing anything at all. There you go, my friend. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, you're right. One percent of a little bit's better than one percent of nothing. You know what? Yeah, it's- and you know we we've got um, the thing is we started out on um, we started out with producers that had books of business already. And we're basically teaching them now how to supplement what they're already doing, what they've done for years. Now we have some younger producers that as they're coming on, they want to build their books of business, but we're teaching them from the very first day. I've got another one starting Monday who, um, you know, he's early 20s and really hungry. And we're going to be pushing digital marketing a lot with him. But a lot of these other producers, this is a supplement to what they were doing. And it's they're very happy with it. They would certainly not want to have that taken away from them. Let me ask you a question. We're going to break down the connected and unconnected generation. Um, not putting them in one of those categories, but roughly what's the age of these producers that are using social and digital marketing in the ways that you're describing with their with their niches so that the f- listeners can get a feel. Are these 20-year-old punks, these 65-year-old guys, what is it? Um, I've got a range from early 20s to late 40s and even a couple in their uh in their 50s in the in the golden ages in the golden ages yeah okay (laughs) all right cool wow all right so you you've got it all across so that's awesome that's awesome um 
Okay, and and teaching agents is supplementing what they were doing. I like that. I like that a lot. And then um, let's let me turn real quick for a second, not too long. But you said you had a marketing manager. Is that right? Yes. When I say marketing manager, I mean you know the guy who helps get the submissions out for the producers because we have enough producers that it requires that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Super. Yeah. That's what I'm. But I do. Clarify. I do have a digital marketing associate who that's all she does is our digital marketing. Now, I've seen her on the blogs. Yes. Her little her picture. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Tell by the way, tell her she does a great job. I will. She just finished producing a phenomenal video for uh, our support in Cystic Fibrosis Foundation today. So, she's very proud of that. Okay, so you use her um, to help promote some of your clients? Is that what you're kind of going at there or is that a different topic? Well, well no, it's funny that we had a production meeting today and we actually presented that to the producers that hey, guys, we need to start doing some uh, videos about our clients. Kind of like I, I listened to uh, another podcast you did with Chris uh, yep. pretty so. Yep. And it was exactly that type of concept um, that we're going after to try to do that. We've done a little bit of that in the past, but it was more um, non-video. It was like offering coupons from our clients and things, but okay. we, we see the value of... Well, and I tell you what, Jim, I mean, maybe yeah. you guys have a different grand you know, idea, but I would tell you what works simple and what works really well is Animoto. And I don't know if you've heard of Animoto. The two Chris and Ryan told me about two years ago when I started doing it. With Animoto, the producer can go out there, snap a couple thick pictures. You know, if it's a restaurant, they snap the inside pictures, they snap the outside, maybe get a picture of the staff, maybe of the menu, whatever. They can do it when they're inspecting the place for, for the company. And um, you take those pictures, and you and you can even use video if you want as well, and you drop them into this program, Animoto.com. It gives you free music to use, and it gives you um, a themes. You drop those in there, choose the music, choose the theme, hit the start button, and it goes, and in 30 seconds later, you have those videos in a nice music-themed um, kind of system to where it allows you to um, do to where you can make this movie like very fast and then you can take it and you can produce it in HD you can produce it in whatever you want and then it simply you know it's done so I just want you to know about that because I think I pay like ten dollars a month or something right now for that okay huh. so, so, so that's it's, too cool yeah see I didn't know I was gonna be taking notes today okay yeah they, I know so the Animoto, I mean, it really, really does work well, Jim. And you're right. I didn't know you were going to need to be taking notes either. But it's something, anytime I get a chance to tell the listeners or tell you, it's something that I use. And then, and I'll be honest, I've done, I did two last summer that I had my, uh, well, he was 13 at the time, 13-year-old son do. And where I went out and took the pictures, I give them to him. And then I tell him, I say, hey, take this. Because when you put the pictures in there, you can choose music and the theme. And then you can make the movie and save that. And then change the music and the theme and make that movie. And so then I take them to my insureds or I email them to them through Dropbox. I send them to Dropbox and then I... Um, I tell them to send it or I'll tell them, give me the name of your, um, tech guy and I'll send them directly to them and they load it onto the homepage or whatever. So I think I've done about four of those. I haven't done a lot, but I need to do more of it, but I will tell you it is a game changer. And for you to be able to walk into the client and Chris is the one who taught me this and say, you know, if it comes down to a money issue, first of all, that other agent's going to have to be a lot less because, 
My thing is, is it takes the money off the table by saying, what other person is using their Facebook, their LinkedIn, and their technological skills to bring you business? What other agent does that? You know, yeah. and Chris, Chris has a mindset that um, instead of having fifty producers and and three marketers, he says he could he'd rather have fifty marketers and three producers because he said the producers work is easy. It's getting people to understand that you're a different agency, and that's where the marketing comes in. So. Sure. So anyways, I'm sorry. I, and no. listeners, you know me as well. This is our 40th podcast. I get off on rants a lot. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it was a good rant. But but it's a good thing to know. And it's I wanted you to check it out too because I, I think – I mean I know for a fact I don't pay over $10 a month for that program and I can make as many videos as I want. I'm thinking – and I just don't want people to hold this to me. I think it's six fifty a month. I mean, I'm serious. I think it's six dollars and fifty cents. My wife does that, but uh, it's it's way worth it. And then if you want them to be HD, you pay like one extra dollar per video. It's it's very simple. So, anyways, um, okay. So back to niche. So why? I mean, kind of wrapping this up a little bit. Why do you would you assume that maybe the agent? Um, what what do you think has been the biggest advantage for you as an agency? And what do you think is the biggest advantage for your producers that why they would want to do this? I mean, if you're given if if you've got a young guy out there, let me put it this is Jim. Let me put it to you this way: you got a young guy who's listening to this right now. And he's been in the business six months to a year, and he's trying to figure out what he should do or where should he go. And you're talking to him like you're going to talk to that guy you're just hiring next week. Why are you telling him he needs to be be a niche agent? Because he's going to be seen as an expert in that niche if he does his job right. And beyond that, he's going to start getting referrals from it. Um, you know, from okay. the from the agency. You know, another way to look at it too is. It, it gives you that laser focus. I mean, my like my wife is from Rhode Island, and she takes our kids up to Rhode Island every summer. I get a nice little vacation out of it. It's nice, <laughs> but um, but when she's gone, I I love music, so I'm now taking piano lessons. I plan on spending gobs of time doing that. Um, guitar, photography, those are all hobbies of mine. And when they're gone, I get to have laser focus on that, and I get good by the end of the summer. So it's the same type of uh, concept got the niches is that you're shooting that laser down on one or multiple niches and um, you you get huge returns from it and would you not only say it also helps the confidence of the producer and the fact that like he he can be sure that he knows I mean he may not know, know about airplane insurance but if it's transportation, and he's a niche in it. I mean, after three or four counts, there's probably not not many more people that know about transportation other than you, if that's your niche. Yeah, that's true. And, and it gives the producer confidence. You know who else it gives confidence that's even more important? The carriers. Good point. Good and point. they start paying close. Because believe me, the niches that we've developed, the carriers know exactly who we are. And we've gotten contracts on, on with some carriers because and I know they wouldn't say it but some of them have been because of the niches we have because they know that we can deliver it that fits their appetite that is a big one right there that's something that you don't hear people talk about and I'm glad you brought that up I've made a big star next to that because I want to make sure we drive that home to agents okay that is a good one so the agent gets confidence the company gets confidence they're an expert in that field they probably know coverages that oh, yeah. no other agent knows because they deal with it so much. 
So, you know, off the top of my head, this seems like pretty darn good reasons myself. So I'm just thinking of myself, and I know you're thinking of your agency, and I, and I as listeners out there, I hope you're thinking of your agency. And, you know, um, I'm hiring a producer right now, and I'm not saying a hiring him. I, I did, and he's he's working for our agency. I actually just trained him this morning. And, and, and one of the things that why I gave him the niche he did is I don't write contractors. I'm not a big guy on that. Now, I write railroad contractors, but I'm talking about just the you know general contractors, electricians, plumbers. But he came from the uh, where he sold materials to contractors. So I looked right at him. I said, you know, where we need to start is you need to start with contractors. You know, I mean, that's what you need to do. Number one, we have a couple companies that like really like them, but, you know, he can already talk the lingo. I'm sitting here trying to t- explain to him what he needs to be saying, and he's like, well, why don't I say this and this? And I'm thinking, man, you're already using the lingo. That's perfect. And I think the lingo gives – so we're talking about the agent having confidence. We're talking about the company having confidence. But I guess when you start talking the lingo and you know the coverage, you start giving the, the consumer, the customer, the client the confidence as well. Absolutely. And I think that's pretty important. Fantastic. Hey, Jim, uh, you know – one thing I forgot actually to ask you, and my listeners would probably be sure to remind me, is that are you a Droid listener, or are you are you a Droid user, or an iPhone user? I'm an iPhone guy. Yeah, sorry, I thought <laughs> I liked you, Jim, but no, I don't. <laughs> so I'm a Droid guy, as the listeners know. So uh, tell me about the last app you downloaded. Uh, the last app I think was Audible. Audible, what's that? That helps you listen to uh, essentially, well, I guess what we used to call books on tape. Okay. So you buy it, you buy a book from Amazon, and you can pay uh, like a dollar or two more, depending on the book, and uh, download the free app and listen to it on your phone. So it just makes so, driving so a whole it, lot so better. So Audible is that owned by Kindle or anything, or is that just a separate app that you use to listen? I think Amazon just bought them. Okay, convenient yeah. enough. Yeah. And uh, yeah, okay, that's cool. I was listening to a guy who was in Montana last week. He was telling me that he listened to the book by Billy Crystal. And he said that it was the most amazing book he's ever – because they talk about his time with Mickey Mantle and all this. I, that just came uh, up. I know. I just – I go off the hook a lot. But that was interesting because <laughs> it made me think to myself, I need to get something because I listen to a lot of podcasts and you know NPR radio and that kind of things. But those – that would be good. And then as a reader, I assume you read? Yes. Okay. And, and, and tell me about the book that you're reading now or the last book you read. Um, almost finished with Divergent, which I guess is hitting theaters pretty soon. Oh, really? Divergent? Okay. Yes. Okay. I think it's a series, kind of like um, the uh, Hunger Games. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I got to appreciate, I mean, I'm speaking on behalf of the listeners, I want to just say, Jim, thank you. Thank um, you. This is, there's a lot that I think that agents learned. I got to tell you, I was blown away by the way that you're writing some of this business and using the blogs. And uh, it's just, yeah, proof again that this stuff does work. Um, would you go out on a limb and say that, let's say more than 50% of any industry out there could probably be niched by using some of the same methods you're using? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. agree. No I doubt. Agree. I agree, but they get tired of hearing me, Jim. They want to hear it directly from someone <laughs> like yourself. So nodding, nodding my head right now. Okay, yes. super. That's what that's what I would want to say as well. And you know, and some people say to me a lot. They say, "Well, how would you use that on Facebook?" That's for personal lines. I saw a guy just the other day, and I called him because I wanted to talk to him about it. He, I was in my newsfeed. It popped up and said, "Hey, are you a tow truck driver? If you are, we've got insurance for you." Well, the great thing was is the guy was being active about it. He told me that that's what he does. Is he writes just rare, uh, tow trucks. 
and um, which I thought was great. He's niching, so he's kind of got it down. But at the same time, I kind of wanted to explain to him, since I know the social side a lot, is like, bro, you're sending an ad to an agent. You know what I mean? (laughs) You're not getting really good laser focus on who your audience is. So I kind of helped him a little bit with that, and now his ads have kind of disappeared, which is good. But he said he's very successful. He said he spends about $250 a month. He just advertises the crap out of everything. I think he probably can spend less now if he targets his audience. But uh, he said he spends about $250 um, on average per month, and he usually writes around $30,000 to $35,000 in uh, premium a month doing it. So, I mean, when you think about that, a 15% commission, I mean, whatever yours is out there, we're not discussing commissions on a tr- on an antitrust basis, but whatever it is out there, um, you know, you're talking four or five grand that this guy is writing a month off 250 bucks, you know? <laughs> I mean, I say it all the time, and I'll say it to you and I'll say it to the listeners. If I could tell you about a bank that you could go give $250 to and you come back about 30 to 60 days later and they give you five grand, would you do it? Well, of course you would, you know, well, that's the reason why you need to be doing this on social and digital marketing because it's cheap and it works effectively. Jim, you have anything last you want to say? No, man. Just thanks so much for having me on. I hope uh, folks got something out of this. I think that they did. I think they did. I know that I did. So, uh, Jim, I appreciate your time, and uh, and we'll go ahead and, and wrap it up here. This has been uh, Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. Keep in mind, um, as you heard me say at the very beginning, at the opening, that uh, we do have DEMA up and going. Um, our website is, is, is fully functional. Go to growprogram.com, the Digital Insurance Marketing Academy. You can find us there. Um, we only accepted 50 agents, and we filled that up very, very fast. We will be opening it up here probably in the next 7 to 10 days um, to everybody so that everybody can become a part of it. I want to thank my founding members who have been in there working with me behind the scenes trying to make it a great platform. And in the meantime, they've got a bunch of special stuff. And I uh, just want to let you know about that. Be sure to check out Insurance Agent Mastermind. I want you to realize when you see now how we're doing this and you go to Grow Program, we're creating a community. So every community has a school, ours is DEMA. Everyone has a commu- has a chamber of commerce, ours is the insurance agent mastermind. Every every community has a library, ours is the grow blog. Every community has a great communications uh, through through the radio, ours is agents influence was what you're listening to right now. So we ask you that you go there, be a part of the community. We want one place for everybody to learn things together. This right here is the radio portion of it of agents influence. I appreciate you taking your time to listen to this. And until next time, with our next agent where he's going to be doing niching, and I'm going to tell you this is a niche that you guys would not think about, okay? You would never think in a million years to make this your niche. And this guy, he's from Northern Illinois. Not only is it his niche, but he rocks it nationwide. And when somebody famous who needs his service, notice I said famous, needs his service, he's the guy they call. This is Jason Cass with Agents Influence. See you next time. Bye-bye.